Welcome everyone to another episode of Trek Talk with the crew or a dumpster fire. One or the other. We'll have both. How's it going, everybody? I'm TechMan16. I'm Kurt. And I'm Handy. Yeah, and Occam's Razor from 45. Excellent. Thanks, guys, for joining. All right, so let's start off with some some really cool stuff, and that's Star Trek Lower Decks. Um, I got to binge watch the rest of season two because uh, I was a uh, little bit busy, but I, I watched episodes four through ten in like, I don't know, like a, it seems like a couple hours. I breezed through all the episodes. I got to say, I think they really found their groove in, um, in, the, in, the, in the latter part of the second season. It's, no, it's not as much Rick and Morty dialogue anymore. It's very, uh, there's actually good pacing to it. And it's really a show for Star Trek nerds. I mean, you, you can watch it if you don't know anything about Star Trek, but there are just so many uh, Easter eggs and hints. Like, there's an episode where, where Boimler jo- joins the, this group called the Red Shirts. And obviously we know what the Red Shirts are, but effectively it's a group of four people that want to be want to be captain by only acting like a captain by giving motivational speeches by having the look and and boimler's like wait you guys call yourselves the red shirts do, do you know what that means like of course we do it's it's all about like the motivational speeches that we motivate the crew and he's like uh right and the, the only reason they let him in is because uh boimler served on the titan and they wanted to know like Riker's habits so they could better emulate Riker. And so they 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 constantly drop these hints about you know does does Riker uh does he does he uh, shine his trombone often or something like that. So it's just like if you don't know who Riker is or you've never you never watched the next generation you wouldn't know what the hell is going on. And that and that thing and then uh I lo- I do love how they made the pack leads like an actual legitimate enemy. And if anybody knows anything about the uh, Next Generation episode, the Packleds are basically a race of morons who steal everybody's technology and graft it onto their own. But they don't know what they're doing, so they could be easily tricked. But I think Lower Decks has made a, uh, a very good balance of having them be powerful yet still stupid enough. But they're still a legitimate threat. And... They did a really good job with both the Vulcans and the Klingons. And, and uh, especially the Vulcans, that was really hilarious. Kirk, I, you would probably get a kick out of it. Because they had a, an episode where they talked about lower decks on, on other races' ships. And the Vulcans were, you know, like hyperlogical. And then there's this one person that is like, oh, I've enhanced our long-range sensors and they're like your your job was supposed to be to monitor the tertiary um impulse drive or something like that she's like well that is a redundant system like i felt this was a more uh useful a more important use of my time and then so they they go to the captain and they're like these emotional outbursts cannot happen anymore right and they're like all talking very quietly he's like you need to meditate for 48 hours (laughs) <laughs> which was which is really fun which is really fun to watch and then the uh that episode ended with 
the lower decks on the Borg, and it was basically just like drones regenerating for like 25 seconds, which is hilarious. Um, yeah, full, full disclosure, I've watched, I've watched all of them, but because of my extreme ADHD, as we discussed on our last podcast, if it's not interesting, I can watch it and not comprehend a damn thing. Just like I can listen to you talk and not hear a damn thing you say. So yeah. it's kind of hard. Um, but it was, I, I, I found it extremely enjoyable and it was, it was fun to watch compared to Discovery, which is just a train wreck of a show. Um, and then Star Trek Prodigy premiered. Kirk, did you watch both episodes or did you just watch the first one? No, I watched, I watched both of them. What'd you think of the second episode? Um... Seeing as how the second episode, the first episode had nothing in it that was really felt like Star Trek except the hologram that appeared at the very end. Um, the the second episode was was better, but I still just it just doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like Star Trek. And after you get done discussing what you're going to discuss, I guess we can get into a little bit why I say that. Well, we can get into it now. Like I I actually like the premise of the first. Um, episode where they're on a on a on a prison colony. They find this Federation starship, the, the, the Proto Star, and they get it up and running. Um, and the 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 thing takes place in the Delta Quadrant. Uh, so obviously there's a hologram of Janeway, and apparently the ship is for uh, recruits or cadets or something. What I don't understand though is how a Tellarite got to the Delta Quadrant. That was kind of a kind of a strange. Coincidence, and same thing with a Medusan. How the Medusan got to the Delta Quadrant, but you know maybe they'll explain that later. Um, but yeah, it, it, the animation. You know, we talked about it offline. The animation definitely felt Star Trek or Star Wars Clone Wars esque. Which you know, I didn't watch too much of Clone Wars, but I could definitely see the similarities in it. Uh. Can I answer your question? Sure. So the the running theory is Voyager was the last ship that got pulled to the Delta Quadrant, far from the first, and that that and that a lot of these species from the Alpha Quadrant got pulled into the Gamma into the Delta Quadrant, and then their offspring uh, were like kidnapped and stuff, and that's how all these kids from Alpha Quadrant races ended up. On uh, on that planet, but I think it was established that that penal colony was was way closer to the Alpha Quadrant than where the caretaker. It, 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 it is close, but also the, you got to imagine it's been so many decades that surely some of these races made it their way around no. because the Kazon no, no. the Kazon were right there where the um, caretaker was deep in the Delta Quadrant, but there, yet you had a Kazon bounty hunter going around bringing all these orphan kids that he was kidnapping to the penal it, it, colony. The, the premise of the series only took place five years after Voyager returned home. So since okay, since so eight it's only so been, it's been twelve years. Yeah, but there's still been a lot of uh, advances in in the sciences, especially with Voyager going through the Delta Quadrant, changing everywhere it went. 
and you know they spread the information about the federation everywhere sure i mean, i guess i guess but, i could kind of see it when you consider everybody on that ship as a kid they are a kid they were literally uh or lost orphans or, or kidnapped orphans that they were using because they'd already grabbed all the all the criminals they could get but but if the caretaker would pull them to the farther reaches of the delta quadrant that means that these kids would have had to traverse Borg space to get to where that penal colony is. So how do we account for that? Their parents did, and then they were born and stuff. So their parents know. got I'm, I'm through... Sure they'll, I'm sure they Yeah. The parents were on the ships that got taken. I'll I'll wait for the explanations, I guess, because we can speculate all we want. Anyways, Kirk, you want to talk about the similarities and or differences between Clone Wars and Prodigy? I mean, it's, it's it's the art style, right? And let's be honest, this show is made to appeal to 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 kids. I mean, it's if you go on Paramount Plus and you go on the kids you know, the kids version, it's one of the first things that pops up, right? So they're marketing it like more to more to kids. And so if you look at the fact that like Clone Wars and these these uh, Star Wars cartoons and, and so forth that were extremely successful as far as, you know, the children are concerned, um, I think that it, it, it's a bit of a smart idea to kind of take a page out of their playbook and look at the art style as appealing to children. Um, you know, just the interactions that are going on. Very simple, a lot of silly things happening, you know. Um, there's not a lot of... It just doesn't feel like there's a lot of depth to it. So, um, it's I, it's hard for me to, to say that it sucks, because, let's, like, to be honest, they, they didn't make that show for grown-ass people like us, right? That's not really what it was intended for. So... Um, it's just when you watch it, it's hard for me to feel like I'm watching Trek. It it just doesn't have the energy. It doesn't feel like it. Um, even even Lower Decks, even Discovery. I hate Discovery. Lower Decks. I don't hate it, but it's it's not really. I'm not too big a fan of the style there. Um, for what it is, it's good. At least even when I watch those, it it still feels like Star Trek. It just feels like Star Trek that I'm not very interested in. But when I watch the this this Prodigy. It, I keep catching myself forgetting that I'm watching Star Trek, if that makes sense. It's hard for me to get into the spirit of that. You know, when you watch Deep Space Nine or you watch the movies or you watch the original series, it's in my mind, I'm in that zone. You know, I'm watching Star Trek. That's what I'm doing. But when I'm watching this, it feels like I'm watching something else. And that every now and then something happens or there's some dialogue or some, some, some of the scenes where you're reminded that, oh, yeah, this is supposed to be Star Trek. So I got a question for you then. Um, if lower decks were to introduce a bubble shield and a seventy-foot-tall Vulcan, would that feel more like Star Trek? As long as the artists were on the heavy amount of doses of LSD that they did during the animated series back in the seventies, I think so. <laughs> uh, all right. Anybody else? Do you guys like Star Trek Lower Decks or, or Prodigy? Before we move on. No, we can move on. Go fuck yourself. 
I love lower decks. It scratches the same itch as Archer. Have a couple of Manhattans with my wife, and uh, the uh, the Prodigy. I haven't seen it yet. I'm evading the whole. You watched it without me conversation with my wife, so I'll probably see it tonight. Nice Shadow. Yes, sir. Did you did you watch any of Lower Decks or uh, Prodigy? No, I have no clue what you guys are talking about. Excellent. Good. Good. Cook. I really enjoy. I think Lower Decks is uh, one of my new favorite Star Trek shows, and Prodigy has some. Uh, it's kind of it reminds me of Star Star Wars Rebels. Where at first it's kind of like kidding and campy, but it really grows on you, and it's got a lot of character and uh, depth to it. And uh, I'm really curious to see how it goes. Okay, perfect. Thanks, guys. All right, let's uh, let's move on to the game because nobody else watches any Star Trek content other than Kirk and Cook and I, apparently. <laughs> Twenty years ago, I haven't had yeah. to watch it. Yeah, but you. I, it's on my handy. list of things to watch. I I'm watch sure you'll easily. you'll you'll get to it. You know when Scopely expands their level set to 150. Five years he's from too, now, he, he's too busy hanging out in DJ's podcast and playing Marvel Heroes or whatever the hell that game is. That's right, Marvel Future Revolution. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to offend you. Yeah, get it right. All right, let. Let's get to the uh, server 34 complex, and boy, we've got a lot of Karens on our server. Uh, let's see, the, the biggest conflicts right now that are going on are uh, Dead and Mill, but that's that's not that's a that's a weird conflict all on its own. And then there's uh, Bold and QT, and then there's Dark and Friends against uh, Wolf. So and uh, the 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 two those two conflicts the dark and dark plus folks against wolf and uh, QT versus bull is all all having to do with hits on golden showers, um, which is just just well, a was, sad. You know, there there was we we were talking about it before. There's some development last night. I I uh, oh, I trolled the hell, oh dude I trolled the hell out of everybody. So. Um, uh, apparently, the, the the new thing is now everybody is wanting to go to, um, and I say everybody. I'm obviously I'm, I'm exaggerating, but it seems to be a catching trend where alliances are wanting to switch to. Okay, you know we used to have this thing where if you have this this ISO, you can't hit OPL for this particular ISO because you can mine it so quickly, and that was cool, right? And now it's getting to the point where. Um, you can't hit any of us OPL in TC, or you're going to put you KOS for X amount of time. And my reaction is, is very much like the reaction that I'm sure Tech is having probably right now, going, what the fuck? So, um, you know, for me, it was, uh, you know, we went from, you know, OPL is OPL, and there were wars over this. And then, uh, <clears throat> then it went to, well, we're going to meter what you can hit for ISO and so people agreed to that and it's like okay we got that established and it actually I thought that it worked out pretty decent um, there were some conflicts and things but it, everybody seemed to be on the same page for the most part And but now we're going like we're, it's not even 360 we're doing like a 720 or some shit I don't know where we're at at this point a 540 and now we're going complete opposite direction um, well, it's, and it's some sort of 
it's only two alliances to be fair but the, but the, but the thing but here's the thing the the fact that the support for it is coming from at least one of the alliances who is really big on OPL is OPL but now all of a sudden if you hit any OPL even if we're mining fucking par steel and you hit us then we're going to put you on KOS if you come into our TC only in TC but it's only in TC but here's that's that's neither here nor there the point is is that how do you go from not even three months, four months ago, you know, no, if it's OPL, we're going to hit it, you should watch your miner, to now all of a sudden, if you hit us for Parsteel, we're going to blow you up. I can because... tell you. I can tell you, exactly. Because all of us think the same things, and we all actually agree with each other. The only reason there's disagreements is because people want to be confrontational and fight. <laughs> That's why. So they I mean, just I, I can choose I can, which can, argument they want that month, but that's the, the or what they support. The, but the thing is, like, it's like, hey guys, we're getting bored, and we want to fight people. We want a reason to log into the game again. So you know, just say that. But it's the to me what 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 really not pisses me off. I don't really get pissed at anybody here, but what I would say perturbs me or what baffles me, and what causes that reaction for me is that. Um, is the fact that you are doing something under the guise of something else, right? And so instead of saying, like, for example, instead of saying, we just want to do more PvP because we're bored, uh, let's make this crazy rule that we all know will just cause a bunch of crap. And when we're called out on it, we're going to defend it and then attack you personally and call you names and all these other things because you called us on our line. To be specific, he's talking about bold, not dark. Well, dark... Dark is doing that too, don't get me wrong. Yeah, but yeah, Dark's no. been doing it since the beginning. They've always said stay the fuck out of our TC. They've never changed to their position. I don't, I don't. Hit you back. That's always mm, No, that's that's right. that's not necessarily true, but anyways. Yeah, it is. It's it literally been their official stance since since we started the TC server. And when we started out of the swamps. They, when we, when I was in dark, OPL was OPL. Okay, so that was that's here. it. When I was same in dark, here. OPL was OPL. I was in dark for a long time. From and it's still TC. Is. So no, it's not. No, it's, it's not. Not, in, so, not in TC. So, but that's what I'm saying. So the change has happened, and so again, everybody from those alliances, bold. I, you know, I, I don't really have a problem with anybody. I really don't like personally. I actually like talking to everybody. I love the. You know, going back and forth and everything. So I don't have a personal problem. But in the game, I will say that I, I made the joke, but the, it's actually ringing true. So I can, I guess, I can say I called it. But um, that's why I jokingly called the TC the Karen Accords because it's just getting so out of hand um, with with all these new rules and every month new rule and all these things. If you want to fight, just fight. It's fine. But don't. My problem is, is that when someone calls you on it and says that's ridiculous, you know it's ridiculous. That's why you did it is to create conflict. But then, instead of saying, "Yeah, we know, but we just want to fight," it's let me attack someone. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, get what you're saying. So, so at the end of the day, whatever my alliance, my peeps decide to do, I will, I will follow those rules. Um, you know. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I'll I'll cry about it, you know what I mean? Like I'll bitch about it and I'll fuck with people, but I'll still follow the rules. And and, and that's the, you know it is what it is. So it doesn't you know if if Nona and everybody else tomorrow says, yep, that's what we're doing. Well, guess what? Then that, that's the rule that I will follow. I will do it. Uh, but I just I think it's really silly. 
And I think that it's for this huge, big, drawn-out fight that we had over the past several months over this issue of OPL to now all of a sudden everybody just had what mo- I guess what you know most alcoholics would call a moment of clarity and we're like oh actually we're going to completely reverse everything that we called names and disrespected people over and we're actually just going to do the complete opposite and I I don't I don't understand where that's justified um and I guess you know it's a game and somebody some some other alliance so it's not like they really have to justify it to anybody but themselves but they're trying it doesn't stop from trying to justify it to everybody else. So, so I had a conversation with Darius on on Dead Server, kind of discussing this. Right when I found out that effectively Voter Wolf uh, trolled Wolf into a war, and then uh, Bold went all ape shit about their miners getting you know butt hurt. So I I thought I was like, man, what a bunch of hypocrites. Everybody involved here is all a bunch of hypocrites. You follow a row, and then all of a sudden you change your row when you feel bored, and and then you, you don't really tell anybody. You just retaliate by dry hitting everybody. Um, and you know he's like, you know, I don't, I, I don't. He's like, I don't disagree with you. However, we have to stop looking at the game in a sense where the notions haven't changed since like November 2018. To which I understand and it was a it was a valid point where the game is ever changing the game is ever evolving alliances are getting more and more bored to kirk's point if you want to fight just say you want to fight don't don't convolute things like i was you know darks dark and friends dark and most and baby most uh started trolling in GC, like just massive amounts of trolling in GC against Wolf for the war that they had where all the power players went into baby most and kicked Wolf out, out of their territory. And it was just this, Dark's policy has always been like, don't, don't, don't troll in GC. And then all of a sudden, all these massive Dark trolls are telling about how they kicked Wolf out of their territory. And how this all started was... Wolf dry, not dry hit. Uh, they they hit a dark guy OPL. Voter says, "Stay out of our territory, or we rain holy hell on you." And so what they did is they they went into Wolf's territory and started raiding everybody. And uh, you know when when you got level fifties against level you know low level forties or high level thirties, uh, it's just you're not gonna win. And so. That set off one of the wolf guys who went and hit uh, Kevin's miner up in G5 space. And then then Dark came out with their declaration of war, in, in air quotes. And uh, t- to which, if we're going to change our mindsets on territories, on who owns territories and we, what the specialty rules of territories are, I think we should change the notion... That if you're base rating, you're trolling. Sorry, I stepped up. You're talking about NT. You're talking about NTC, right? Like if you're if you're base rating. I don't care. No, it's the, the. I mean, we've gotten to a point where OPL is OPL to OPL is OPL. But and to quote Inko, who's in the audience here. But if it's a Tuesday and you're using this ship and you're you're over by this much, and if you're here and not there at a 45 degree angle. 
then it's it's no go. And you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? So in, in general, everybody's at a power level where you don't need to raid anybody. And if you are, you're just doing it to troll people. I, I would argue, I, I, I could back you on the TC there because you're not going to get much out of there before someone sees you. You're having to warp in and out. And it's going to take you forever. But I mean, I mean, yeah, it is it is getting pretty silly. But I think one of the things is that what's causing it to get even maybe a little sillier, a little bit more silly is that people are having that reaction like, well, let's just go to the extreme. You know, let's just <clears throat> let's just go all the way this way and no PVP. And we'll do that. And, then, you know, if you see the conversation that we had in that little TC swap server, um, you'd see that that was the kind of the 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 running theme you know i said something to voter about you know how it's silly and doing this and and all that stuff and we just took it from there and we turned it into a big joke but um yes the problem is just people taking something and running with it and it's you know people are only going to get yanked around for so long before they're finally like all right you know what even the people that were neutral and they were just like yeah i'll do whatever and follow the rules even they're getting sick of it you know what i mean and and they are. And I've got enough screenshots from everybody saying this is this is what happened. This was. I mean, like in Bold's case, I'm just I'm just baffled. Th- that baffles me. They came on the show and sa- and and told Handy, hey, don't bitch and cry if you're getting hit OPL. And now they're bitching and crying that they're getting hit OPL. And and I start dry hitting everybody that's hitting in their territory, which is so baffling to me. Just just to know that. You know, not not a few months ago, that's what uh, that's what Captain Mal came on here and and smooth called him a retard for, and now the shoe's on the other foot. Yeah, that I mean exactly. That's why I said I, I knew you were gonna your your idea behind us pretty much mirrored everything that that I was saying, and that's the that's the exact way I felt about it. That you know we spent so much time and energy to get on an even keel to try, you know, or compromises and, and figure out all this stuff and handy and other people involved, <clears throat> you know, spent so much time and energy trying to get everybody on the same page and, you know, for the benefit of everyone. And then all of a sudden it's, you know, if you hit anything OPL in TC space, then we're going to push you on KOS. And it's like, that is the exact response that a year ago you know the entire server would have chastised someone for doing that and and everybody would have put an alliance on kos simply for having that type of policy and you know like i said something to voter last night about it and i said that's that's a very karen move that if your alliance does that and he was like well it's not about the opl it's about going against our policy and you know my thing was like you can play semantics all you want to but that's what it is you know, it's it it's you can't run around and try to explain that away and justify it. That's the problem that again, that's the big problem that I have. You're trying to justify acting this way. And that is exactly what people who chase down cars to record license plates and call the police on their neighbors for having a barbecue. That is exactly the same exact that is the same exact energy. I said what I said <laughs> and I stand and I stand fucking I stand by it. You got a good point. I mean, that's that is that is that is a an Internet Karen minivan driving blue short bob haircut, slightly overweight, trying to record somebody that is that exact energy transferred into STFC form. 
And <laughs> you you can't you can't you can try to explain it away all you want, but I guarantee you, ninety percent of the people that are hearing what I'm saying are nodding in agreement, and either that or saying yes out loud. Oh my god! Kirk, I need you in my line so goddamn bad. You don't. <laughs> you no. You don't ask Handy. You don't. Oh. <laughs> nah, he causes problems. <laughs> fucking troublemaker. Said the hurricane to the monsoon. So <laughs> I actually have a, a funny Nona story because um, I hit I hit somebody OPL on their golden shower in Nona, and I, so I what, what's happening is I just think people are getting so lazy that are in territory and territories have slowly kind of eroded everybody's sense of gameplay. Because I hit this one dude in Nona for, I don't know, he was showing 450,000 ISO three star or whatever. And I just took it and then I moved on. And he proceeds to PM me and says, "Uh, just wanted to let you know, you got a really weak pirate ship. So I suggest leveling it up. And, um, you know, you shouldn't be lazy by by hunting OPL. You could go mine it. (laughs) Oh, my God. That was... That was just like, do you? I'm like, did you even read what you just wrote? Like, do you like, do you understand how the game works? And he's like, well, you're pretty weak for your ops level. I'm like, I'm sorry, did I not just blow up your ship and leave? Like, what, what <laughs> universe are you talking about? It's like, well, well, my Vidar is only one is one point two million at my ops level, and I only use it to hunt board probes. I, I wanted to say, if I was handy, I would kick you for what you just said. Just, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even think two shits about like how you talk to other people. But, anyways, I, I eventually engaged him in some some of my own trolling dialogue, and then I had to explain to him what he signed up for when he's at Nona. And he's like, oh, okay, yeah, I get it. I, I think that we really need to normalize uh, calling people out for that type of behavior instead of smoothing it over and pretending it, that it's a, an acceptable complaint or an acceptable route. I mean, it, it needs to go, it needs to start, you know, leadership and stuff like that. And, the, you know, people come with complaints and stuff and it just it basically needs to be, you need to quit fucking whining is what yeah. needs to happen. And that's that's really what needs to happen. Handy does that to an extent. He does it a lot better than probably I would because I, I would have the very similar reaction to Tech and I'd be like, you need to shut the fuck up because quit being a bitch. And then if they tried to clap back, then they would just get booted. And pretty soon I'd have like three people in my alliance and two of the accounts would be inactive. You know what I mean? So <laughs> obviously I'm not the one to implement that, but <clears throat> that needs to happen because that's the way this is going and it's getting really boring. And you know, I'm going to tell you this right now. Um, I was discussing this with a, a couple other people um, the other night, and it's getting to the point where if this continues, I'm I'm going to quit the game. I'm going to not play this game anymore. And it's um... I want to go to Shadow. I want to go to Shadow for a sec because um, Shadow left Dark to to join my alliance because he he basically wasn't having any fun um, being in Dark, even though it's the number two. Power Alliance so sometimes takes over number one, and there's a lot of movement with the whole most merger. And uh, you know, for for our alliance, that you know, the one that uh, Shadow and I are in, uh, we actually placed what like thirtieth place in in 
in in the cow event with like effectively six people, four high level thirties, one low level forty. I mean, we did. I think we did pretty good. But when we were having discussions, uh, you you had shadow. You had some reservations about whether you wanted to you know stay with me or go back to dark and then leave dark and come back. And I just want you to kind of share maybe your thought process of, you know, kind of what you told me about playing in, in, a, in a top five alliance and then coming to play with somebody who just, just wants to have fun with the game. Well, here's the story. I have a huge ego and I always uh, think of myself as number one in personal life and stuff like that. So I, I will... The all alliances I ever played on this game since 1999 was always top five. I never went below. I think I went one time below when I started my own alliance as a supporting alliance, a sister alliance to RMU. And I did for that for a month or so. But I usually try to keep in five. And uh, I was dark. I joined dark in the beginning of like 99, early 2000. And I was there like for a weekend. And then I left. Uh, because uh, Dark was in top five. Dark was like seven. And I wasn't actually, uh, I was picked up uh, in space from them, so I didn't actually end my race. I want to be Dark. I was just hit overhead, work with Dark. And uh, so I was kind of smirking around, and I found SDFC. And, uh, and I talked to Q. I, say, I was a low level, too, so I didn't have much chance of either. So I just begged him, basically, give me at least a chance to play for at least for a couple of days just to be number one. But uh, over, over a couple of days, it became a year, year and a half. And the reason I like to stay there because they eventually make me a commander. And uh, I was active, you know. I like to help people. I like to, you know, uh, do things around, you know. It, I like the little power of some sort. And then when RMU uh, 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 demoted me to just an, another Joe Blow, uh, I didn't have fun anymore. So if I'm going to be just another regular guy in here, I might as well be a regular guy somewhere else. Uh, so I called up Kevin, and uh, Kevin asked me, so what makes you come back now? And I said, well, I'm kind of tired to RMU, and I want to move on and try different experiences. So yeah, Kevin, without a question, just brought me back, and because that was my home back in the day. And it was great. Uh, you know, Everybody says, welcome home and stuff like that, which was a nice feeling. And and then I got uh, bored again, you know, like being a, being just a player. I'm not just a player. I, I have a history in this game. I ra uh, rather few feathers in the past in here with um, a lot of alliances. And, uh, and I was kind of bored. And then uh, I went to RMU for a weekend uh, a, couple of a couple of weeks ago just to hang out with those guys and see. And uh, people were asking me because I was high level, level 42, which was the, I was the most powerful guy on that alliance at that time. For the weekend and they asked me a lot of questions you know how do i do this uh, what's the benefit of that and all that thing and i felt important again i want it again you know instead of just playing the game and when when uh, uh techman and then i after that i went to techman for a day you know because since i'm on a leave, a leave of absence we can kind of deal so i can visit all my friends and I know I, I talked to him and uh, he he's, was seeking if I could come and join and help him to build the alliance. Uh, I did kind of like it, but at level 42, to go into the low level, 
you need a lot of fuel to pump your station and stuff like that. And Dark was a common aid. Dark. It was full benefits. I could have everything. So I was kind of debating, should I go back there or should I just stay? Because my strong feeling is to help a friend, to build an alliance. I'm into building alliances. I built alliances in the past. They failed, but still I had a fun building them. And uh, so I was kind of, you know, hesitate for a while. And then I talked to Kevin a little bit. You know, he discussed that's what should I do. And uh, he gave me a few advices. And I looked at the pros and cons. And then I asked investigation thing. And I said, what the heck? Let's jump track, you know. Not, I got nothing to lose. And I'm having blasts. Uh, he made me a calm. Uh, and I'm helping people, you know, helping alliance. Uh, I feel very comfortable. You know, I did achieve a lot of things. I was in many alliances, top alliances. I think I was like three top alliances, like Nona, SDSC, Dread was second, and uh, and Dark, and so on. So I've been there, done that. Time to do other things. I'm I'm at a lower level, but you know, with with right, right attitude, uh, we can achieve greatness. We can be on top. And like I like Tech mentioned, this there is like six of us. We we are 31st in things. 31st in this uh, event, and we're going strong. We don't have, we have a lot, of, there's a lot of alliances back behind us. They have like 68 people or so, and they're like way behind us. They're even making the grade, you know. And I don't like being part of the lazy alliance, and this is not a lazy alliance. Everybody's contributing, everybody's doing well, and that's what I like. I like that. And I see where it goes. So I like it here, and uh, I'm going to stick around till I get fired. So that's basically. Till you, till you get fired. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Thanks, Shadow. But no, you I, I just think, I just think you illuminated something that a lot of people tend to forget playing the game. So if you're a high, if you're a high, you know, power player, you know, the the lethals, the incos, the kevins of the world, you know, level fifty three to fifty six, um, you know, you're gonna you're going to have your fun by trying to get that new shiny new ship or trying to get that new space or, or, or mine those G5s or whatever. And your gameplay is different. It's not, it's not geared towards others more or less, or handy could attest to that. It's more, it's more geared towards like your own gameplay. And I think people that get caught in the middle the the high 30s even the mid 30s to the to the 40s they're still trying to play the alliance game and guys in in other alliances like wolf and qt that follow row and follow what everybody else says all of a sudden flip the script gets flipped on them because of this karen attitude that makes the game less enjoyable for them. And that's what causes the friction and the drama on our server. And I, and I just think it's unfortunate that some few individuals cause grief for the majority of the server because of that. Sure does. Like, from my point of view, like I said, I like having fun. I like helping people. You know, I like also being top, but, you know, we can always start from the bottom and grow top because that's an option there, too. And basically, I like to be helping others, helping lower lower levels, you know, giving them advices and stuff like that. 
that's what I like about it. That's why I stayed, I stayed for Army for almost a year and a half, slash SDSC, and I loved it because I was able to help others. Since they cut me off, you know, I'm no longer needed. I'm out of here, you know. Someone else can use my help. And that's why I went to Derek and uh, because that was my uh, original home. And then, you know, and the uh, rest of history, I'm, I'm, I'm a Trekkie now and um, going from there. Try to help everybody and uh, see how it goes. And so far, we're doing well. We're only with six people. We're a powerhouse with six people alone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that's funny. I never I never, never thought of our alliance as, as uh, if you're part of it, you're a Trekkie. Because, yeah, the, the alliance name is is trek <laughs> I, wow you just blew my mind and I, man <laughs> and i'm not really a tricky, tricky person like a thing like the reason i got into this thing because you know everybody just loves star trek you know everybody watches that stuff and and it, uh, and the re, re, biggest nail to the coffin why i found this game and kind of got into it because my mom works work she worked on a discovery because i'm from toronto and uh, the Discovery is recorded in Pinewood uh, uh, Studios. And my mom worked on uh, two seasons for there. So that's what I really got really into it. Wait, and, she, she uh, did? Was she like like a, a, a producer or like staff or something? No, she's a set designer. She did, she did all the sets and stuff like that for first two seasons. Oh, my God. Really? That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why do I really got any, into it. Do you it. have any like uh, behind the scenes photos? <laughs> yeah, I do, and I have. Uh, yeah, I do, and I have few a few tricks how the other thing. Like for example, the door, how they slide open and uh, stuff like that. It's actually two guys on each side with a string. They pull the string, doors open. They push the door closes. So there's nothing mechanical. Yeah, I believe that. Stuff like that. that. So it's very minimal. There was an article. Um, published i think in the 70s where star trek when the original series got very popular nasa contacted at the time i think it was desilu it was being transitioned into paramount and they contacted them and said how do you make your doors open and close so quickly because we're trying to design our space shuttles to have that kind of future and i think it was paramount paramount responded like Guys, it's just two guys opening doors and closing doors. It's not mechanical. That's what it is. So you've got to do two strings, two guys, and a lot of power. Can you, can, you imagine, can you imagine actually going to college, getting a degree in astrophysics or some sort of rocket science, and watching a fucking... By those standards was great, but by our standards, a very shittily done set design show for some doors opening and going. We need to officially ask how their doors work when clearly, if if you would have stopped and and thought about it for two seconds, you would have realized that it was like a couple dudes smoking a cigarette just waiting for somebody to walk in and out and just opening and closing them. Oh, God. That's what There's I, a story that, that went around. And that email oh. to NASA, I would have been like, yeah, just have a couple guys stand there all the time and open and close. <laughs> There's a story that went around on, on the Toss original series that the crew, those guys, because that's what they did all the way back in the original series. They pulled the door open, they shoved it closed, that they hated Shatner so much that the director was telling them, hey, you guys can't pause at the door 
to see if it opens. You've got to walk at that door with total confidence to know it's going to open. And one out of 10 times, the dudes would just not pull the door so shut. <laughs> face first. <laughs> That's all. Okay, so Shadow, what what sets that your mom helped design? Because I gotta, uh, I can't believe I'm saying this. I gotta rewatch some of the discovery scenes to figure out what what sets your mom did, so I could admire her handiwork. Oh, that's painful, Tech. You're gonna go back and watch it. Jesus. Oh, I know. I know. Discovery is a case study in people of people I wouldn't want to go to war with. <laughs> 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 yeah, but yeah, but in but in one forty-two minute episode, you can completely cure PTSD. Oh, geez. as a former Eleven Bravo, I don't remember that much hugging and hand holding in combat. Yeah, but they're not they're not the they're not the military man. They're explorers. Right. Well, I I definitely love I definitely love to promote an ensign to first officer. By the way, that's that's I think that's my jam. That's what I'm saying. And most of the show is recorded in Canada, so you know, probably rub it off to be nice all the time. Yeah, there, you <laughs> there you go. You know, they look, they look at out. Everybody's so polite, apologizing and kind to everybody. Hey, let's make a nice show and hold hands and be nice and sh and sing ooh la loo. <clears throat> just the next the next version of Star Trek is gonna be. It's just gonna be called Star Trek. Sorry. Yeah. Wow. And everybody what talks with a Canadian with, with a with a eh? It's like sorry, eh? Oh, I didn't see you there. I'm, I shouldn't have fired my phasers, eh? They'll just apologize, and all will be right yeah. in the universe. Just first and apologize later, or just apologize yeah. in front of it. I am sorry about to do that. There you uh, go. Don't don't worry. Season five of Discovery will have another uh, universe mind bending anomaly that they'll apologize to, and all of a sudden everything will be right in the world. Yeah, yeah. This one, this one. There's going to be earth shattering, you know, planet shattering quakes, and come to find out, it's going to be like you know a, a snoring zoo animal with a fucking microphone up his ass or something that farts. Like that's going to be the new thing. Right, right. Makes total sense. It does. It does. And they're going to have this big deal about it. People are going to die and then they're going to be like, oh, so this guy's just farting into a microphone. Let's just let's just turn off the amplifier, guys. Awesome. Let's all let's all high five. Yeah, I just it the, their scale is what worries me in Discovery. It's it's uh, everybody's saying like in season three, right? They had the whole, uh, uh, you know, the, the bang, whatever they called. I don't, I don't remember. It's so stupid word. the, the Kelpian saw his mother and then screamed and that caused the whole dead lithium thing to, to die. And they're saying like, yeah, the galaxy, millions of ships died or millions of people were died, died because of this. And I'm like millions. Pretty millions. Just millions. Those are the galaxy. For the galaxy. There are almost quadrillions of life forms based on how we've, associated with Star Trek, and you're talking millions of people died? It should have should have been a drop in the bucket, like, oh, okay, let's just build new ships. All right, here we go. Moving moving right along. Yeah, on a grand on the scale on the grand scale of things, you should people should have been like, and millions of people died, and be like, wow, that's actually pretty good. That's not too bad. And then what was it? Uh, <clears throat> season four is going to be uh, billions 
billions of lives are at stake. <laughs> I mean, there's it's only slight, seven billion on Earth. Slightly, slightly worse, but still not, not nothing we can't handle. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway, so on I, side note, um, we have other people on the stage that you've invited. Yes. What, what are they here for? Oh, that's right. So Alchem's Razor, he's from Server Forty Five, um, and we're gonna we're, we're gonna get into uh, Server Thirty Five politics. Now that we've discussed that everybody on Thirty Four is a Karen, um, hopefully on Forty Five they have slightly less Karens. Helpful. They've been. We don't have less, but they've been beaten down into submission. That they they mutter, but only in a very quiet voice. <laughs> Well done. What's what's the male equivalent of Karen? Uh, so, so they, so been, no, it's a, no, Chad, it's Chad. No, it's not. Chad's Chad's something completely different. Um, I'm too fucking old. So I don't know. It'd probably be like a Steven or something. No. All right. So, so, so something clever. So on, on server 45, the Karens have been beaten so hard they've turned into Stevens, but like muted Stevens. They're, they're like uh, uh, Milton from Office Space now. <laughs> okay. So they'll set the building on fire? <laughs> they'll try. Uh, okay. They're like, you know, but I have a tanker truck of gasoline. All right. Anyways. Sorry, you have the floor. Tell us about, um, you know, server, server 45, some of the top alliances, what are, what are some of the history, and then some of the conflicts you currently have right now. So it's quiet right now, but that won't last. Um, I belong to uh, a four alliance. We, we say that we're one big alliance and we have four fleets, but, you know, we're four alliances. That doesn't make sense to anybody but us. Um. We're the top dogs, and we pretty much always has been. It started with BE, burn everything, uh, and its sister fleet, DE, uh, destroy everything. And our two other fleets now, attack everything and conquer everything. We're really nice guys. Um, it, if you go way back in time, uh, really, Sporty uh, 5 was going down the same path that a lot of servers were where rose becoming uh the mob wanted to rule more and more and more restrictive and be and de said just no fuck no we're gonna we're gonna do a really simple row we're not gonna hit upc we're not gonna hit armadas uh and that was about it back then uh unless we we're at war and everybody else like well we voted, and we ruled. We're like, yeah, no, uh, we're just not down for that. We're going to play our way. And we're, we think that these minimum standards uh, are not dickish, and everything else retards gameplay. And everybody went, well, we're going to make you. And, you know, I kind of, there were kind of two response. I had two responses to that. Uh, to the server, I was like, come at me, bro. And to my alliance, I was hold my beer. And, uh, yeah, it didn't work. Uh, at one point, we fought 
uh, 18, al 18 alliances declared war on us. And uh, that, that war went on for quite some time. And uh, 18 alliances, but the, I've always had this issue where if you have a bunch of alliances declare war on you, the advantage is to you because there's so many more targets you can hit. Oh, it was, it was the best of times. Um, we have uh, the majority of the bigs. Uh, BE currently is the number one alliance. DE is the number two alliance. Uh, CE, our other alliance, I believe is seventh and maybe sixth. And AE, which is kind of our feeder alliance uh, where we're, we're growing some great folks. Uh, is I think nine or ten. That's just us. We have three hundred people right now. Not back well, in the early days, but what what does that what does that say by the way? A E B E D E C E. What yeah, does that stand that, for? They, they attack everything, uh, burn everything, conquer everything, and destroy everything. Are four alliances. And then I'm assuming you did it because you guys were lazy. And we're like, well, just choose the letters A, B, C, and D. Uh, well, we were, we were, it was B, E came first, burn everything, which is, was just kind of a statement of we're just sick of your shit and we're growing our own way. And then, uh, and then D quickly came after. And then we absorbed uh, some other alliances uh about a month ago and that's where a and c came from so we thought you know i think they call us the alphabet alliance now or the alphabet kids or whatever yeah that that, that sounds right because i think on server nine they have the the or it used to be server 25 the immersion of server nine they also have that alphabet alliance where it's like alpha beta uh, we have we had all these cool names for ce and a like we debated for weeks when we absorbed them when these cool names we were going to give them and then we hit the character block, and none of them worked. So it was attack and conquer. So you had 18 alliances declare war on you because... What did you we say? You, you were off. Right, okay, got it. And uh, how long did that last for again? That war lasted, oh, four months, maybe five. Four for months? The, for the holdouts. I'd say four months. For the ones that went to the bitter end. I mean, day two, we had alliances. Because, you know, they thought it was cool. Hey, let's poke the bear. There's so many of us. What can they possibly do? And, uh, oh, shit, it's a grizzly. And uh, by day two, we had alliances screaming to ask us to let us out of the war. And we did, like, like maybe half a dozen of them in the first three weeks. They were like, we made a horrible mistake. We can't play the game anymore. And uh, so we let them out. And then the rest of them, we wouldn't let them surrender. And that's a theme with us. Getting into a war is easy with us. Getting out, not so much. So how did you, how did you end up settling things? Um, well, there's been an evolution with us on ending wars uh in in time past you know we ended wars and then and kicked the kicked the crap out of the other alliance and then later they would run their mouths in discord or in gc oh we didn't lose 
it just ended. So, uh, which is controversial with us is we got tired of that. We went, okay, we make wars very punitive. Uh, if you want out, you want out of a war with us, you're going to surrender. You're publicly going to surrender on the discord and you're going to eat punitive terms. Like say 60 days, you can't hit any ship. You're allowed to defend bases in a base raid. But other than that, you can't hit any of our ships, whether it's, if you see, you know, a BE OPC ship sitting out there, you can't touch it. And then when territory control came, we'd say, guess what? Uh, we, we already took all your territory. And for, eh, let's call it 90 days, you're not allowed to take territory again. So we made wars very painful to declare on us because we just kept getting into the same wars over and over again. They'd declare on us. We kicked the shit out of them. They begged to be let out. And then a couple of weeks later, they'd be running their mouths. So we're like, all right, let's give social to our social contract in the game. If you declare war on us, getting out of that war, it's going to hurt. It's going to make you think twice before declaring again. So after these conflicts, is, is this how you guys normalize the, your server rules? Do you, first of all, do you have a server rules of engagement, or is it left up to the individual alliances? Uh, we said, so when we stepped off the path of server row, we said we're not going to let anybody else dictate to us. We set a minimum standard. And enough alliances, especially after we kicked the crap out of the ones that took the other path, uh, that we have a minimum. We're not going to hit OP, uh, UPL. Uh, we're not going to hit Armadas. And back in those days, you know, we added a little bit with territory and stuff lately. But that was it. And we're like, so enough alliances got on board with the simpler individual row. And we made a point that rows more, rows shouldn't be about what the other guy does. Row should be about what your alliance does. And so as long as any alliance meets what we consider to be the minimum standards, which is don't hit uh, UPC, don't hit Armadas unless you're at war, we're good with whatever, whatever they have. And so you got these like individual rows that are, that are pretty much the same for every alliance but have slight differences. And it's more about saying, hey, we're not going to do that instead of, you shouldn't do that. Uh, sorry about that. I was muted. Um, all right. So is anything technically then protected? Is it uh, like uh, token space, um, lucrative warp space, no. um, deep space, dark space, anything, anything technically protected? Uh, there's been some evolutions. So currently we're sitting at, there's an agreement amongst the territorial holding alliances that we were going to stop hitting, uh, OPC in, in territory, kind of the meridian problem that all the servers have. Uh, and that's reasonably recent. Um, there's a great bit of debate about the whole gentleman's agreement for not hitting 
OPC and dark space, which sends me off into a tangent that my alliance is sick of hearing about. Because a long, long time ago on our server, back when there were just four dudes, which I was one of, we were the only ones in dark space mining. And we had a gentleman's agreement, those four dudes. And then more and more people got into dark space and we all went, eh, nah, gentleman's agreement ain't really working anymore. Generally, we're pretty respectful. We don't, you know, the whales don't generally hit the whales too much when they go OPC and mining. And then uh, all these people are like, there's a gentleman's agreement. And I get a lie right. I'm like, I know I made it. I'm the guy that got it together on our server. I'm the guy that started it. I'm the guy that worked it out. And I'm the guy that ended it. So uh, there's a lot of people trying to say that there is a general agreement in, in dark space, but it's not ratified. Any, anything in G5 right now? Or is it, or is it just, yeah, screw it. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, there's a couple, there's like one or two dudes that can disco something up into G5 and hit. Uh, we haven't seen that because, you know, the guys, up, the guys up in G5 right now, the guys and girls up in G5, we don't mess with each other. You know, we go OPC all, there's no agreement as far as I'm concerned, but we go OPC all day, every day, and we just don't really mess with each other. Is it is it kind of like the G four scaling where it's like you got to have way too many in order to refine, or is it? Or um, is it no, I think I'm doing two chest pulls every twice a day for all three of my G fives, and I think it's 150 k each, and I've got a you know a little over I don't know 12 mil in each one, so I'm doing okay. I'm getting I'm building a stockpile. Okay. I assume right, everybody so. else is because I see all their miners out there every day with mine. God, don't you love this game? It's a bunch of farm bill. Uh, until, so, until somebody trolls your golden shower. Yeah, I. That is a that is a area of great uh, consternation to me. I hate mining. I hate it so much, but I've mined more than anybody else on my server. And I'm like, oh, I have become what I hate. Because, you know, I like I, having stockpiles. I like when we go to war, I don't have to worry about mining for six months. I guess, I guess that's what's nice about being in a, in a territory with no alliance. I could just grab all my ISO and not worry about mining it at all. I'll let the miners mine it for me. <laughs> Actually, I do want to give a shout-out to MCRN. They actually have their really high-level players put out some Meridians that are, that are like, level ones, like, really low levels for uh, for guys that don't have territory. So that's kind of cool, because I, I just grab like, 600,000 in one swoop, or whatever it was. I'm like, oh, cool, I don't have to mine for, like, three weeks. I don't have that kind of kindness and generosity in my heart. I kind of made a thing in my alliance. We call it Meridian Fishing. You put out your really big Meridian with the PvP crew. Yeah, and you just I mean, leave it out at night and see how many how many Vidars you can kill before 
you know, when you log on in the morning. Yeah, a lot of a lot of guys do that too. I I think for because uh, I'm a level 37 right now. If I have to hit a level 49, like souped up PVP crew Meridian, I think it takes me like like three kills with with a PVP crew on my Vidar. I haven't had a Meridian hit in so long. I think you know it's like oh, no. that stove's still hot. I'm not touching that anymore. What what level are you right now, actually? 52. I'm just a hair off of 53. Okay. So are you expecting anything on the horizon in terms of conflicts? Um, you know, you never know. Um, we were a little bit, so we've shattered about a half a dozen alliances that they don't exist anymore or they're a shattered husk of what they used to be. Uh, and they're no longer power superpowers. So we're kind of victims of our own success. There's no more wills to crush, which is my favorite part of the game. I don't want to beat you. I want to crush your will. Did, they, did those people leave the game or did they get absorbed into other alliances? Yeah, they, they I mean, yeah, there's some alliances out there that are like, it's a new alliance, but they're they absorb the shattered remnants of three alliances uh, that 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 we just destroyed. Uh, I, I find it interesting. I've listened to a number of your guys's podcasts, uh, and I know I've heard several of you, especially Handy, going, "Oh, you know, if the other if the other alliance won't sue for peace, just ignore them. Uh, you know, we'll go six eight months." And we never quit. Uh, we're highly, we're not, we just don't have bigs. We're highly motivated, highly dedicated, competitive as hell, very aggressive. Uh, and every day, every day is your worst day in this game when you're a war with Sorry, my dog's barking. Andy, what do you have to say to that? Andy? Yep, sorry, mute button. Um, I mean, I get it. I, I I understand why people do it like that. Um, I just, I know that at the end of the day, they just have a whole bunch of people that hate them. <laughs> you know, which is, and if you're good with that, that's that's fine. Keeps me warm at night. And, you know, to each their own. I don't know what else to tell you, but I don't personally think that's the best way to do it, but to each their own, you know. How many active players are in the game right now on your server? Um, it's a very active server. Uh, uh, we've got to have at least a thousand. Thousand plus. As much as we would love to merge with anybody to have fresh meat, I think that we're horrible candidate to get merged based on what Scopely is showing us from the servers that have merged. What's the age of your server? Uh, February of 2010. So you're relatively new. Yeah. I was yeah, going to say that's probably yeah. why they're so active. I mean, what, what um, we've found or what we've experienced or seen is that the more warlike or 
I don't know, evil you guys are at the top alliances, the more exasperated and people quit the game, and then you just end up not having people to play with. Well, that's something that we debated, we talk about. I mean, there certainly is a camp that goes, good. If they don't want to be here, they should quit, and that gets us that much closer to a merge. Um, but we're not seeing that. I mean, yeah, people quit, but that's any game you'll have attrition. We have huge numbers. It's a highly active server. Which is great. Just uh, don't spend your player base unwisely, that's all. Yeah. Advice. As much as I would say that I, it just feels like we're in a different situation, I, I certainly have to give credence to the fact that, you know, you guys have a year on us. So you got that year of experience, especially in the back end where, you know, you've seen it and you've done it. So it's something to consider. Yeah. Um. Well, I'm glad your server doesn't have any Karens, or at least you beat those Karens into submission, unlike on our server. You know, the best thing we ever did was uh, propagate. We had, you know, we have a server discord. And like almost everybody does. And, you know, it got heated. There was a lot of propaganda and finger pointing and name calling. And our guys fed into that. And, and, you know, we got to the point where we weren't really proud of the things they were saying, whether they were goaded or not, reactive or or active. Uh, We pulled all of our people off of that, the community discord for server 45 only the leadership stayed and that was the best thing we ever did yeah that's one of those situations where less is more and you got to keep your people from acting a fool yeah you know and we can all be there were certainly threads we're all, we're all capable. i got heated i agree but <laughs> i'm just saying too many yeah. voices, too many voices from one head uh, is never a good thing. So now on our, our server discord for 45, if you see somebody from our alliance is talking, you know they're in leadership. So that helped a lot. So what, what what's kind of the rule in TC right now? I know you kind of briefly went over that, but um, hitting OPL is cool or overprotected cargo? Uh, not anymore. Uh, currently, uh, I'd say about a month ago, maybe maybe six weeks, the decision was made that that uh, we found ourselves in a situation that uh, we were using uh, aggressive row. We would target alliances with the spock hand and that meant hit hit them anytime you can within row and you know we were really good at that you know uh and we didn't have wars so all of our aggressive players which is a great number uh if you got marked to the spock hand life got rough and we ended up marking a lot of alliances like if a, if another alliance came into our territory and hit one of our meridians, for example, for ISO OPC, we'd be like, excellent. You would like to play. You like to hunt us. We, we applaud you and we'd mark them for uh, aggressive row. 
And the difference being, you're going to come into our territory to hunt us and we're going to hunt you everywhere. And, uh, you know, usually within a day or two, they're screaming to, how can we get out of this targeting? In fact, we have a, we have a meeting every Monday going, Hey, should we take these people off or should they go another week? Uh, and we, we ultimately came to a decision going, yeah, you know, anybody that hits us OPC and territory, we hammer them hard everywhere on the server, but we still got our guys out there raiding to do an OPC. That's, eh, we're not super comfortable with that. That's kind of a dick move. So ultimately our diplomats, the diplomats, the alliances hammered out an agreement that said, yeah, we're just not going to hit each other. And we're going to reduce the, reduce the workload on the officers of their respective alliances. So what does that mean? That means people can hit you in territories or there's no hitting in territories. How does that work? Well, I mean, certainly there's, there's lone wolves. Uh, there's alliances that don't have territories, so they don't care. Um, but not a lot. So there's not a lot of hitting going on in, in territories right now. I was kind of ambivalent to it. I didn't really... I, I didn't want to carve out more protected space. I'm always very resistant anytime we talk about carving out any kind of new protected area. But we did kind of have, like, we're really hurting people hard when they hunt us. But we're still out hunting people. So I, don't, so I kind of abstained on that vote. Plus, I have to balance what's good for my alliance versus what's good for me at my power level as a leader because people ain't really messing with me so but i gotta think about uh, what's going on with some of my mids you know interesting so effectively even though out of not necessity but kind of out of uh ambivalence you territory space kind of became protected well, that was my my particular take. Other people felt more strongly about it. Uh, and it was just something that kind of evolved. And one of our diplomats, who's you know got a great rapport with the leadership of almost you know every alliance, said, "Hey, we're talking about this." And you know, when he first broached it, and we were like, "Yeah, I don't know, you know, no more protected space." That we we were adamantly against that, but. It just kind of organically evolved. Yeah, it's just where we are. All right, you listen to other servers that we had on the show, like the European servers, pretty much all uh, ISO is protected. Mm -hmm. uh, so you can't, so you, yeah, like Ripper on the show and whatever server he's on, he just slaps two meridians on and they're there for like days and they don't get touched. Um, and then. You have other servers that we had on the show, like Server 12, where, you know, they had these uh, fancy rules where you couldn't, you couldn't defend your own base if it was being raided. Um, <laughs> that was really fun. They changed their row now, but it was, uh, was kind of hilarious. And then, you know, I, we talk about our problems all the time, right, so the Server 34 problems. And, you know, now we just have a bunch of Karens on the show, on the, not the show, but the, the server. 
even though their positions were completely and utterly reversed, like, last week. Um, so it's interesting to, to hear that you guys are okay with less protect space, uh, more PvP, more aggression, but all of a sudden, because of that, it turns spaces into protected areas just out of or- organic growth. Yeah, pretty much. You know, it's that Meridian problem that all the servers face, that you go OPC so fast. Right. Well, I mean, that was Scopely's intent from the beginning. More conflict, more problems. I, I, I've, got a, I've got an admiral in my alliance who's, who's convinced that, that uh, Scopely had a psychologist uh, on staff, and that's who was behind the idea of the Meridian to engineer <laughs> conflict. <laughs> Actually, I think it it probably has to do with the lucky accident where they accidentally increased the uh, research for the DeBoer mining rate to ridiculous levels. And on Lat Mondays, they saw a lot more uptick in uh, rating Lat, so they're like, "Oh, we should do this for ISO," because everybody. I mean, they know what the accounts are doing, right? Everybody on in every server has carved out their specific territories or territory captures aren't being taken seriously anymore. People are rotating. People have these plans. They're like, man, how do we drum up more money outside of releasing higher levels? So it's like the way, the way people do it is through conflict, right? So uh, they could have hired a psychologist. They could have hired the same people Zynga hired. Oh, I'm sorry. Your grandmother didn't know she was spending $100 million on that game. Oh, my bad. Sorry. More conflict. More conflict leads to arms races among alliances, which means more pack spot. I agree. It may be okay. Is that true? He said he saw the job posting. They absolutely do have a consumer shrink on staff. <laughs> that that would explain a lot of things. That sounds reasonable to me. Well, I mean, uh, it would completely make sense. They would be idiots not to. Oh, absolutely. Like, how do we scam more money from these people? That was like a year ago. Interesting. Well, for me, it was always the arms race because we're in so much conflict that, you know, we're fighting yeah. other alliances. And if, if that alliance has a big that when he's hitting my people, if I can't stop him, that's not acceptable to me. I got to protect my people. They're counting on me that when the shit goes down, they know I'm going to show up and I'm going to take care of it. I'm going to shut the bigs down. And so if that other big and that alliance we're in war with gets ahead of me, that, that, that's not the natural order of things. I can't have that. That's how Scopely made its money off of me. So are, are you the number one power player on your server then? Uh, I'm number two. Because uh, oh, number, number two, because number one uh, is my brother from another mother who's in my alliance. If he and oh, I are okay. fighting, it's the apocalypse. Oh. And he and he's fifty four right now. He's like one hundred and eighty one billion power. I'm sh- I'm sure Scopely will figure out a may- a way to make that happen. For you and him, uh, are gonna be fighting. You know what's they, coming, if right? they can figure out a way for me and THC Barbarian to throw down, they've earned their money because uh, that's my brother. <laughs> so you got the new 52 ship yet? 
no, I'm kind of, you know, I'm trying to learn from the people who've got there ahead of me. Ska, talk to him a little bit. Uh, and I, I think yeah, G5 economy's a little jacked. So I'm a little wait and see, and I'm building up my rep. Uh, and I'm hoping that some G5 cost reduction research drops at some point. So I'm there. I can do it. I'm a few buildings away from 53. And then I'm also, you know, I got the rep there to build the ships. But, you know, I'm just going to wait and see. if Is Scott 60 yet? Don't do it. Scott's 58. Okay. So, so Neo, Neotech is 59. Scott's 58. Um, there's there's another another whale out there who's also 59. I got to say that the, the greatest piece of advice I ever gleaned out of your guys' podcast uh, was from Incho. And he just matter-of-factly dropped that, hey, you know the, the heavies in that capital system? The heavies fire kinetic. And it was like, crash stop. What the fuck did he just say? <laughs> yeah, you learned that real quick. Well, I didn't. Sorry, uh, I'm slow on the uptake. I didn't until you said it. And then I went, hmm, I don't think that's right. But he sounds like kind of a smart dude. I got to go test that. So I'm listening to the podcast. I'm crewing up. And I'd be like, son of a bitch. So thank you. Uh, that. No worries, bro. You want to skip the uncommons, though, to be quite honest. They're totally not worth. I'm hearing that. I was yeah. going to go. I was looking at the... Uh, the raw uncommon, that piercing ship ability, and then you know, Scott was saying the same stuff. Hey, go right for the rare, and I was like, you can do. And the 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 major switch that you have again now, we've gone back to G three economy. The economy is now all about. It's actually uncommon crystal G five is your rate limiter for everything, essentially, it includes your research, your ships. Um, even some of the building stuff, oddly enough. I, I noticed that, whereas G4 was all about ship parts. Yeah. And the, the nice little benefit that you'll get, though, is once you do get the, once you start getting the G5 ships and you start getting the ship packs, is now you can build up quite easily your uh, G4. Um, mm-hmm. As a secondary, because I, I never I never maxed out my G4 rares, um, you know, because I just went on and got the epics, and you know, I still only got uh, the trib to tier eleven, it just as it gets so ridiculously exponentially more and more costly. Um, oh, once you hit that rare wall, rare part wall, jeez. Yeah, yeah, you get that one jump in a. Uh, you can go from tier eight to like tier nine and a half for free because you've built up all those rare parts and you've never spent them. And then 10 comes down like a wall. Yeah, it does. But like, I, I mean, and the farming is a lot easier to be quite honest in G five. And I don't even use, I don't have a, a G four Epic on my hotbar at all. Don't use them. Hmm. But the, uh, the uncoms are, Kind of okay. Oh, and but, so you just use G fives to do your uh, hostile hunting? No, what? No, no. I use I use a G five, so I'll use the Sanctus, um, just to get rid of the fifty threes, uh, and then you use your G four rares. 
Bonus rep, man. Oh, okay. So that's right. one of my bigger mistakes in the game. Being on a server that was just conflict, conflict, conflict. My ship growth was all around conflict. So I went G4 Uncommon. I got into the Kelvin. Uh, and that's where the fight was. I mean, every day I had a, I, I had a guy that he and I were... I'd get ahead of him, he'd get ahead of me, I'd get ahead of him, and that went on for so long. And then, you know, I went right to the rare. Uh, I'm sorry, I went right to the epic G4. And now I'm really regretting not having a... That's, like, number one on my growth list right now. It's like, oh, I, yeah. I got to get a pillum. But you want... Well, the, the Newt is a better... Is the best farmer of the G4 rares. The Newt's the best. The... Plum is the number two, and the Coronar sucks balls for survey farming. But I've been the, kind of leaning towards the Pillum because I got a big stockpile of of those parts inter of interceptor parts. I mean, I got like 250k of the commons. So as soon as I build it, I I can I can what jump to T5. Right. Well, that's what. Pack. Well, that's what Ska's farming with. He farms with. Um, he'll use his Sanctus again for the 53s. Uh, and then he's running uh, four or five pylums. Those fifty threes are no joke. They're but they're but they're easy. If like once you get the rare, I mean, mm -hmm. I repair my Sanctus. Uh, I just repaired it, and I've been farming all morning. For the How many fifty three like traders can you get with a Sanctus? And what tier is your Sanctus at? Several hundred at tier five. Outstanding. Because okay. if you if you crew it correctly, that's and that's where you know it. I think the game gets a little bit more fun when you're not at the end game because they always make the epic ship. You're forced into a certain crew when you're mm -hmm. at the when you're at the other levels because it doesn't matter. You know, do you run a hull breach? Do you run a burn crew? Does it have to have morale? You're not you're not pigeonholed into that. So now you can play with some you know interesting crews. And I'll just, uh, without saying exactly what I do, I'll tell you 80% of the time I take zero damage from the Sanctus killing a 53. I know what you're doing. Yeah, yep. I got that. So if you know, you know. <laughs> but the. Uh, as a, on a personal note, sir. Yeah. Please come on the show more. <laughs> not to be. People, people get tired not, of me, man. Not, not to be an unhumble dick, but a lot of the things people are talking about, I've already tread that ground. And when I, I'm scrolling through their, you know, oh, inches on, he, he's, he's tread the ground that I'm treading right now already. And he may drop a pearl of wisdom. So I appreciate that. Of course. But yeah, we just did, I was just dicking around. Uh, and last night, so at, at tier five with no additional equipment, no additional modules at all uh, with the Sanctus, I soloed the 51 Epic Armada. So they're a huge jump in power. So it's like, at, and at that level, it's a 120 million ship. So they're hugely, hugely helpful. Um, and you'll, you definitely need it when you do, when you are at 56, because the other ships, there's just, you know, you could get one or two level 56, as long as you're triangling correctly, rather than, you know, I can go up there and at least do other interceptors you know, and surveys and battleships because you have to jump between three systems where you can hit 56 and above in order to get your daily. 
just to get ship parts. Gotcha. You know, to do the one refined kind of thing, you know, and click the stupid button. I was, and the I was to post the screenshots of Inko soloing a level fifty, level fifty rare, and then a level fifty one epic. Because those seem insane. Yeah, it's it's a huge jump, but hopefully, the the word on the curb is that hopefully they fix the rep bug this week with the <laughs> update. Because I haven't been able, I haven't been able to see Romulan space <laughs> for for a while now. It's kind of annoying. I can't, I can't imagine the fury that that must have induced. I've 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 sent a message to customer service every day asking where my compensation is, just just to be pissy. Oh, you're not getting any compensation. We both know that. Of course not. <laughs> but no, that's that's really helpful for this, and the and the farming is really easy. At the at this level, because if you can get up, you know, over so how long is this expat been out? Right. What, a month, roughly. So in a month, if I've been able to get a th- uh, more than a third of the way to uh, trip uh, to the third rep lock, I mean that farming's not bad. You know, I think G four was worse. I, I would agree. Wait, did you say Ska had five pylums? What? Yeah. Six. He's got six <laughs> rare. Well, six rare. <laughs> oh six God. rare G4s. I Jesus. don't know if they're all pylums, but he's got six G4s. Yeah, that's he loves, he, he loves that's the That's how plums. he does the rep. That's how yeah. he gets his rep. Because uh, just, I saw just yesterday or the day before, Ska's at uh, 6.5 billion rep. And I'm only at five and a quarter or five and a half billion of primary rep, just because he just runs so many ships. And he's he just he just wants that Dedaric class or the the, the Dedaric itself. Mm-hmm. It's going to be it's, really bad if he gets it and it sucks. Good to have goals. It's 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 not it's not going to suck. And pound for pound. Uh, the G5 epics are cheaper to tier up than G4 were based on the same economy. Really? I've yeah. seen where Scott's saying that all the G5 ship abilities are broken. Are you encountering, have you the same well, opinion? The, the, game, the game itself is, they, I don't understand why they released the additional levels and ships. I really don't. Because they didn't do anything in those systems. It's- at all. They didn't do anything. They have the rep bug, which everybody knew about, you know, within a week of the X-Pac coming out, we were getting told, oh yeah, but guys, don't go above 4.4 billion rep because you'll break the game. And most of us are like, well, <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. Exactly. Yeah, but, I mean, that's got to be half the reason why you did it. <laughs> yeah. And, Just and yeah, the, the ship abilities do not work. So it is it is kind of, you know, a joke. You know, it doesn't make them non-functional, obviously. But yeah, the ship abilities are broken, the systems are broken. <laughs> there's there's Wait, absolutely so, nothing. I, I got a question for you. So for all those systems that you showed me way back when, did they did they film with hostiles eventually? No, those those systems that I was sending you right after the X Pack, those are the systems that are just beyond beta sector where there's just yeah. nothing in them. 
They have they nothing. Just empty. You know, you go there for a mission every now and then. Um, and then they have random hostiles in the in the in the we I call the double D space for faction. Okay. And most of the system most of the systems are, you know, two types of ship or three types of ship, you know, kind of systems. They're just randomly spattered in there. There's nothing else in any of those systems. You know, you you can't get uh the one change they have, like we are, I think we already talked about a couple of weeks ago, was you know they have the two primary systems in the double D space that you can farm G5 with your disco because they're under 200 warp. And then the next one beyond that, I think, is 220. So you get your Nova up to just like tier two. Or, or maybe, yeah, it's just tier two, I think, is all you need to get there. Then the next system, I think, is 285. I scouted them out, but I haven't bothered going back, obviously. How big a nodes are you finding out there? The 220 plus or 1.7s. Okay. But then the beyond that, the next place that has uh, your next level, I think is, I think it's 1.9. And then the top one, I think is 2.2, maybe. And that's a... The uh, so that one, if I have to click on something, they can't get there. So there's it's 285, I take it back. So it's 285, 255, and then the the low level ones. So the 255, I think, is still 1.5 million. Then the 285 is 1.7 million. Then you have to go to warp 355 for like the 1.9. And then the largest system is uh, 440. Gotcha. So those it jumps quickly. Very, those are some very high warp ranges. Yeah, but you know the the Sanctus at tier five. Uh, again, without getting the warp, I think the warp will jump so that you can get fi- over 500. So that's with the tier six module for warp. You can go to any system. Obviously, it's not a minor, but so you get the warp space pretty easily. So I'm thinking that one giant system with the sinkhole in it, that's probably going to be the uh, the wormhole to go to the left side of the map when they release the Deep Space Night content. Probably, yeah. The, the nice thing, at least with the highway system, is that it's not misery to get there. It's not very convenient, um, but it's not misery. Um, do you have to buy special warp tokens, or is there a special currency for that? No, it's it's the research that you get those uh, the intelligence doodads that you turn in through faction. There's a certain level of there's research in the combat tree that you have to get tier three of the you know what's like half a percent crit reduction stuff or shield mitigation stuff, and then it has highways that you can open. There's one for each faction, and then you use all three currencies in combination for this fourth thing to open up all the highways. And the one thing that actually I've seen that Scopely actually did code pretty well is it actually uses the highways. You don't have to like, I was so concerned like, oh, I'm going to have to fucking go click on this goddamn thing just to get over here. It actually will go to the highway and warp you well. So that logic at least works. 
Okay, so it's, so it's just automatic. Once you unlock them and you say, I want to go from territory space to, like, warp 300 space, it'll actually use the corridors. Correct. Okay. Oh, well, that's nice, because I, I was thinking you'd have to actually physically go to that system, but you don't. Right. It just takes into account. That's what I was definitely worried you'd have to do. <laughs> and pay some yeah. kind of toll or something. You know, I need to get another token. That's exactly what I need is more freaking tokens of something. That's that's what I was thinking, too. You need, you need a token, and then you need to get currency to get that token. And, you get you know, it's like you got to grind all those hostiles up there in order to get your, like, like the Eclipse mm-hmm. turn-ins. Oh, I definitely had in my mindset, you know, Blazing Saddles. Somebody's going to have to go back and get a shitload of dimes. Yep. <laughs> but no, it's not It's not that bad. That's good. They actually made things easier for a change as opposed to harder. That's that's uh... So now instead of it, it cuts it down to four-ish minutes to get like from double D space down into uh, TCs, for example. I like how you say double D space. Yeah, that's one of my favies too. We call it deep, deep space, but I'm calling it double D space now. Right? That was a no-brainer. But yeah, that's basically all that's up there now. So, if and when they fix the the rep bug, that is the next step that will be helpful. But the farming is it is 100% no question. The 51s, the 53s. Crew it well, and you can save a lot of RSS, even if you use the really expensive ships. Because, like, the Sanctus is uh, eight and a half uh, billion trit and 150 million dilly to repair for a hull. So, you don't want to blow it up a whole bunch if you can avoid it. That's a lot. I can't imagine what that's like without research. It must yeah. be like it must be like fifty billion without research. What else can you tell us up there in in Never Neverland, Inko? I was, you know, I'll I'll go back to what you were talking about for forty five before. This is one of the things that cracks me up because, like, if you magically were transported into our server i would all of a sudden stop being a dick it would be so cool for to have people that ran around and blew people up because like if if i say something then i'm like the world's worst person on the planet and i can't i mean other than one guy that i was having a little bit of a tiff with a few days ago i mean i can't remember the last time i've blown somebody up but like to have those wars and to have them go on forever, I mean, that would just be a riot. I mean, yeah. I mean, ultimately, they tried us again. The second big war we had, the number two and the number three alliance and their allies, uh, you know, they were dicking around with a mid-level alliance that we were allied with, and they did some stupid stuff. And war was on. I sent thank you notes to the guy who started the war. I sent thank you notes to all of their leadership because I was getting bored. We wrote the map. We wiped all of those alliances off the map. They don't hold territory anymore. Mm-hmm. And one of them is gone. It doesn't exist. The other one is a shattered remnants of what it used to be, and everybody else absorbed 
all their big hitters. Okay. Uh, you know, you could say we're evil. I'm certainly there's people on my server 45 that would agree with you, but we're really more like really angry libertarians. <laughs> I mean, we've all, you know, the thing I definitely about get that. is we've all secretly written a manifesto, but we wouldn't bother you to have you read it. Cause that, <laughs> that would be sounds, important. That yeah. sounds really No, cultish. I definitely get the analogy. You're saying it sounds really cultish. Oh yeah. But the fun thing, I'm the one that gets accused of running a cult. I love that. When in all well, actuality, it's, it's not. It's really Handy's cult. I'm, I'm just the puppet. <laughs> well, what is it? These are, uh, what these are are they accuse you of doing, Inko? You're a, you're a, a hacker. In a, you're a Chinese hacker in your mom's basement. Is that the... That the yeah. yeah. And one of one of my best server friends uh, again called me a trust fund baby. I was like, "Thanks, oh, yeah, buddy. I was just gonna my, say that's the new one. Yes, yeah. on my like, server, I'm known as a hammer, and all my problems look like nails. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense too. But it, in in reference to your previous question, Tech, there honestly is nothing else up in Double D space. You know, just those, just the farming nodes. You know, and some hostile zones, and that is that is all. And you just let half the air out of my balloon. Yeah, sorry. I mean, I can't tell you what is in the warp 500 space yet because I just haven't bothered because I'm waiting for the arc to start before tearing up the Sanctus anymore. Were you able to blow up that um, 100 mil um, board board cube? cube. No, no, it disappeared. It did. Oh, that pissed me off. That thing, I hated it. The fire of a thousand suns. I was gonna get it, and then the then it just doop, disappeared. I'm still pissed. yeah, <laughs> yeah. They should they definitely should have left it in for us because there's a there's a lot of angst. I remember throwing, you know, every single G4 epic in a row, all the rares, all the epics. I rode all six of them up there and just crashed them into it one after another. I'd and, still be sprinting headfirst into that board cube if they'd left yeah. it in the game. Yep. Every now and then, I used to actually use that board cube if I was dicking around and I hadn't done my and like I just like I'm I didn't play for a day and the uh, reset was coming up for uh, to get your your rep turn in. <laughs> I would just run a ship into it so I could repair it and get because you know, that's all you had to do. It's like oh crap, I only got ten minutes. <laughs> I suicided on that thing a few times to get my rep and my daily done. Yeah. You know. Yep. But yeah, I'll I'll let you know probably after this the next arc opens up if there's anything in the warp 500 space. But uh, my level of expectation is extraordinarily low. That is un- that is unfortunate that the board cube just disappeared. Like that's fun to see somebody blow it up. Oh yeah, well, and it would have been cathartic for so many people that you know blew <laughs> themselves up on it so many times. <laughs> Yeah, because it, 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 with, with the new ships, it becomes beatable, right? Because it's only like 100 million power or something, 106 million. Yeah, it was 106, yeah. So, yeah, with, I, I would imagine, even though it's just yellow, you'd have to recrew for yellows. But, I mean, I don't even know that you'd need that with 120 million ship. You know, you're pound for pound, you can kill yellows within three quarters if you have three quarters of the power. So That's right, that's true. And that's with a standard crew without a yellow crew. 
You can put Mbenga on it. Dude, I did. What was it? I can't remember. Handy, do you remember who it was? Well, anyway, there was somebody who was screwing with some of our guys in TC. <laughs> I, I, I crewed up one of the, this is, this is before the X-Pack. I crewed up one of the, because I was one of the only people that did some of the G4 uh, surveys, because it was just like something else to do. Um, and then the disco broke them all. But I crewed up one of the, uh, I pulled up one of the uh, tier 10 G4 surveys and put Solo Mabenga as captain and went and blew them up. Uh, it really is probably <laughs> one of the most fun things I've done in the game. With the Novas, you could actually do that. These things are not bad. I mean, at you know, like tier three, they're they're two, they're twenty million ships. So at least they got that figured out for for this X pack. But well, they had know. to. I mean, they had screwed up the G four miner so badly mm -hmm. that they had to do something. Can't yeah. argue that. And they made them ridiculously cheaper when they first came out. They were ridiculously expensive. Then they lowered the cost drastically. So they're well, really they the joke, man. Well, I mean, they didn't have to. Idiots like me would still get it, but, <laughs> but yeah. And we, but, and we love you for it, even yeah. though you are <laughs> a, a Chinese hacking uh, mom basement trust fund baby. Exactly. But yeah, but I'm with I'm with you. I hate mining more than anything, and it's like shit. You still got to do it. Still got to yep. do it. You know, at least at least in this one now now I only have to mine two currencies because I can't see the third one, but I'm getting close to where I can only see one of them. So I don't know what's going to go on from here. <laughs> if they don't fix it soon, I'm just not. I'm going to have to stop playing because I won't be able to see anything. Sorry, right, it'll still take like a week to crack your face anyway. With us and mining, as soon as the big war ends, as soon as the war ends, you get ten minutes to celebrate, and then it's get back to work. Rebuild your stockpiles for the next war because mm -hmm. we're us and it's coming. Yep, that's true. And then they do the X pack where now you're still chewing through. I mean, I've got over a hundred million of all G fours. Like I'm just clicking the button. Like I just want it to go away because, just like on your phone, like if you're OCD and you can't stand having the new, the number indicator that there's something to do. Like I've given up on email, but like everything else, I want it gone. I hate it on the screen where you have the number next to your refinery or your, your, you know, your yeah. rewards. Like, I just want those yeah. to go away. You know, <laughs> or like, or like you have the, uh, they need, to, they need to just give you an option to turn those off. Yeah. Or, or like, did you have loot chests? Like you oh, have God. to, you have to open them. Yep. I, like, I, 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 don't really... people, I don't know how yeah, people do know. it where they have like, 10,000 chests to open. I'm like, dude, no. Like, if, if it gets to 50, I'm opening them. Yeah. I train myself was, that way. When I was getting close for the Sanctus, I was just just farming and not opening those and had, you know, had to click button for four or 5,000 of those loot chests. It's like, ugh. And they're, and they're worthless, right? There's, there's absolutely nothing in them. You know, like, oh, great. Here's another, you know, pylum or another Newton BP, like, she thanks. Yeah. If I ever want to build four more Kelvins, I'm set. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm at a point where I'm actually getting, like, a ton of Borel blueprints just from uh, farming ROMs, or uh, not ROMs, Klingons. 
I'm just like, mm-hmm. oh, cool. An explorer. I have an Enterprise. Why do I need a Burrell? Yeah. Crap. Yeah, I mean, I've crap. just from all that crap farming, you know, I can build four more Hydras, three more Kelvins, three or four more Valdors. Val you know, it's like, okay, great. I, I will say, though, that Scopely has made it easier through Epic Armada packs for me to get a jellyfish without actually hitting level 39 and getting a jellyfish first. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is the one. The other thing that I'll, I'll let you down with is there is still no plan for G4 scrapping. So as those, of yet. As of yet. So those, those eight jellyfishes that are just sitting around there, you still cannot get rid of them. I really, really want to get rid of them. Yeah. It's Thank so, you. like, the guys that I mentor that are lower level, you know, they're in those low mid-30s, and they're always asking me questions. They're like, I, I want to get the jelly, and I want to get the j-. Just don't. Just, no, I don't want to burst your bubble. It just sucks. It's a dog at everything. It just, yeah. no, that's not your, it. And it just deflates them. Yeah. Well, I tell people that the reality is the jelly's a stopgap, and it depends on how fast you're going to level. So if you're spending money, skip it. If, I mean, if there was not, a, then you need to build it because you need it. There was a little period of time when we were all stuck at 39, respectively, mm-hmm. where, you know, the, the jelly had its place. It was the only way to get above a tier 9, you know, G3 epic. But th- that day, is, that ship sailed a long time ago. Well, I haven't hit 39 yet, so I'm going to need the jelly. I mean, with all the research and whatnot, people are using G3 epics to hit the punch quite a bit above. I mean, they're killing, you know, mid-40s hostiles with the G3 epics, I guess. I, I tell my guys that 41 is the new 39, and the Enterprise is the new Saladin. Right. You know, mm-hmm. for, for my mids. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. I've been using my auger to grind. God, it is so slow. It's absolutely, it's just such a snail. It it is painful, but you know, again, you're using those those same things when you have the epics. You you're pigeonholed into crew setups. You know, just to maximize the damage from the ship, to maximize its functionality. That again is the nice thing when you actually have an expansion. You can actually crew things in very imaginative ways and be a lot more effective at grinding. So imaginative that I imagine that there are scopely devs running around ripping their hair out going, fuck, why do they know our officers better than we do? Yeah, that's, that's exactly it. But then, yeah. And the, the kicker was you'll, you'll appreciate this. So the day before they released all the, uh, put all the officers into the uh, ultra packs I turned in 1.2 or 1.3 million ultra things to get five up to uh, top tier <laughs> the day before. I was like, man, thanks, guys. If you wanted to say fuck you, just come and say it to my face. Don't do it this way. It's like they were <laughs> waiting for you to do that. I know. I know. But I've come to expect it. But yeah, yeah there's, well, there's a lot of stuff. That was because of that event, right? So yeah. they they did it on purpose. I mean, they released an event to get people to empty their coffers. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just their MO. I mean, if you see an event that uses a currency um, that we've been holding on to for a while and it's valuable in some way, shape, or form, mm-hmm. they're probably going to make it even more valuable. So right. don't blow it all, basically. And that's, and that's why I tell people all the time, pay attention to what currencies are tiered. So, for example, you know, you have your ship parts, you have G3, G4, G5, whatever. For currencies that are not tiered, so officer recruit stuff, yes, I know there's the other one, but there's the ultras, right? So there's not like a G3 ultra and a G4 ultra. Right. Same, th- same thing goes for your Armada rewards. You know, you have uncommon, rare, and epic. It doesn't matter what you are. So if you start seeing that there, you're not getting anything in those packs that benefits you, like the epic is stupid for me to turn in. I don't want another ent A or whatever. So don't just blow those because you have the ability to do so. You know, keep a hold of them because if they're not going to be any good, even if they go away, it's no big deal. I can't help clicking the button. I know it's hard. It's lit up. It's it's clear that Scopely is exploring alternate currencies for events. So that makes me really, hey, I don't know what the hell they're going to pull out of their ass next. I may need a lot of this. Mm-hmm. So true. you want to keep stuff around. You know, that's that's just the general, that's, you know, now through the, the two full-blown expansions, that's become very apparent as a strategy for people. I heard it here first, be a hoarder. <laughs> But if you're going to hoard everything, we'll just we come up clear with... communication from Scopely of what's on the horizon. You, you just can't hoard everything because something no, of course not. might someday was, show up. What I was going to say is, is just hoard a certain amount. Come up with whatever amount you think is advantageous. Hoard That's... up to that point, and then whatever you get over that, go ahead and spend it as normal. But then at least yeah, you always have that supply. Like That's what I'm doing with Ultras. I've got a set amount that I'm not going to go under. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the the word on the curve is this next article: do something with TC, something with PvP, and that's kind of the the tidbits that came out. Now I don't think they're going to come out and ever do. Y'all remember, like, what was it, a year ago when they had that galaxy-wide PvP event that they had to shut down so fast because people were just tearing their hair out going, it's unfair! Oh, it was wonderful. It was glorious. (laughs) It's unfair. With skyrockets and chocolate. Oh, my God. Or the, remember the raiding event? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, and I remember because the PvP event, we eventually ran around and hit you hit every station that you possibly could because you got credit for the dock ships. It was great. It was awesome. And then, like six hours later, there's not it's it's a ghost town everywhere. Every base is shielded, you know, or completely dead. You made it six hours. We made it thirty minutes, and I was like, it's like fucking Whoville. Everybody logged out. Was it fucking? All I can see is my allies. What, yeah. What, what? Yeah. They're not they're That's not gonna so do any game like that again. That is so disappointing though. Well that it's does... nice for higher level players, it's not so much nice for lower level players. Yeah, but come on. 
I mean, it's got to be at least somewhat fun to hit other lower level players. Dang. There's not there's not that many more lower player lower level players left. That's the only problem. That PvP, I was begging for I'm like, when you grind my ship down, I'm not gonna warp it away. I'll let you kill me. I'll stay here. Just keep mm-hmm. coming. I'll give you yours. No, absolutely. Well, to put to put things into perspective, like it's fun to PvP when you win. But it's not so fun when you lose. So when you're going up against a ship that's crewed for PvP with, with, with your level versus my level, there are not a lot of people that are going to want to blow up 16 of their ships just to get one of yours. But that's not the... I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't totally agree with that. So I, I had a bunch of fun. so much. Yeah. That if, you, if you take me, I'm coming back with different crews. I'm coming yep. back. I'm coming back. Right. If you are that, if you have me that out of powered, I'm 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 a pit bull. I'm gonna attack your repair bill if that's all I got. Yeah, I have. There's a player on our server who is very very technical with crew setups, and his was 49 forever and ever and ever before the X pack. And I used to love fighting with him because he'd send it out and he'd send a different crew and he'd do a different crew and he'd you know, play with this. And it'd be impressive. It'd be like, wow, I didn't think to put those stupid people together and see how effective they are. You know, that's, it's very entertaining. I love players like that. Yeah. But that was it's a level your, not. It's your opportunity it's not, to work. That's how you learn to punch but up. It, mm-hmm. But it's not yeah. like, it's not like you're going to get a level 34 against a level 48. And well, cool. But but think about the ship differential, though. So got, well, you're running a nice server yeah. that can clean the clock of 38s because the 38s don't have a crew, right? Right. It's just like you know when the, when people crew their sallies correctly and they go blow up G3 Ents. You know they're you know you can do it. You know if you know if you know how to or you pay attention or you research it or whatnot. Yeah, that that's. The, the person crewing the end has probably got a hostile crew on. <laughs> that's how right. that works. Well, and that's true too. But they, you know, it it always comes down to, you know, depending on what what you're used to playing. So, like, if 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 something's going on PvP wise, like it was rare that I would ever recrew to a true PvP crew, you know, except when like TC first came out. Okay, yeah. We were trying to crew up our, you know, ships to very PvP oriented, but you know, aside from that, it's very, very rare that I would ever go back and recrew for a PvP crew because the ship was just overpowered. You just power by numbers, not by strategy. You don't need it, so you don't bother taking the time because even though they approved, oh, we're going to do crew setups that you can save. Yeah, they they said they were going to do that for the last two years. I'm holding my breath still. You know, it was just a pain in the ass. You had to get back to your station, and then it was time wasted. It was always like, fuck it, just send it. You know, just and power you're killing your people while you're recruiting. They need to be able to let you switch your lower deck out with your upper deck while you're not at base. I don't understand why they don't do that. It's freaking ridiculous. It stands for reason somebody on the ship can go to the bridge. What the fuck? Exactly. Why That's they not fix how that? ships work. That's not how ships work. What are you talking about? So dumb. 
yeah, it's definitely not helpful. But it, it would be a good a good way to change it. And God forbid to have things saved so you can go, this is my, you know, this is my auger PVP crew and click the button for it. Or, you know, the same thing if you're, if you're you know, doing all the um, away teams, you know, you're pulling all these officers from so many freaking ships because everybody's got a stupid different button. And then you go back and you're like, where the hell did all these people come from? I can't even remember. You know, which oh one I did I have on the lower deck for this because I needed health because, of, oh, Christ. I hate away missions. They're so worthless. <laughs> I no, hate they're not guys. worthless. They're, the, yeah, the the point that's the problem is is that they're not worthless. No, like the payout's great. I haven't had killed a board cube, and I can't freaking tell you how long. And I it is magical. I mean, that's better than massage of the happy ending. Not having to go to fucking Borg space ever again. Screw that I don't, place. Uh, I don't have any more. Uh, what is it? Those refresh tokens left. So I gotta I gotta wait every twelve hours for missions to refresh. And I I don't I don't run the one. I don't run. The ones I don't want to run, like those, uh, to get the, I don't know, I'm, I'm still at the phase where you can get those rare tokens mm -hmm. or something, or mm -hmm. whatever tokens. I don't run those anymore. I have like 500,000. I'm like, I'm done with yeah. this. I don't need them anymore. Well, but right. for, for, but you're also, you know, you're also not buying packs, you know, so for right. a lot of people that are, you know, what I would have my advice for current strategy, because they're, re they're releasing those packs in limited numbers. When those packs come out, you grab them. It's just like before this X pack, when cultivated mycelium came out, grab it, man. You know, Absolutely. so you'd have, you know, 5 million mycelium. You could disco all, all day and it's no big deal. You know, that's the same thing I feel about the away teams. Just, Wait, when they release the packs, you get some of those packs. And then I only run away teams, you know, maybe once every several weeks. And then when I run them, I run them for like an hour and, you know, keep refreshing them, get all the crap I want, and then I'm done. You hey, Inko, real quick, can you come kill some of these 53s? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at a system full of 53s and 52s. That's not a problem. I need you to clean those up for me, brother. Yeah, well, you got to be good for something. But yeah, but that's that's another one of the important strategies for those that are uh, either intermittent or bigger pack buyers is you look for the ones that are somewhat reserved, right? Some type of consumable, some type of speed up, some type of something that you can't get all the time. That's something you really want to pay attention to. When it comes out, you get it. Just like recently they had that the, uh, the intelligence that I was talking about that you need in order to open up the uh, highways at, level, at Ops 53. You know, otherwise those to get that. popped those yep. first day. I was like, I don't know what this is yet, but I know I'm going to need a shitload of it. I'm taking yep. five. <laughs> I did exactly the same thing. I didn't know what it did, thing. but I knew I needed all five packs. Yep. And I did the exact same thing. So when I hit Ops 53, they had uh, done the, they had released the second round that you could buy them. And I think all told, it was, if memory serves, about eight packs of that intelligence crap in order to open up the highways, which otherwise you're doing, you guys have seen the, uh, it's the mining daily that gives you like a thousand or 8,000 of them or something like that. 
That's the only other way to get it. I know of no other way to get it. I'm getting like 6,500 at my level. Yeah, the, uh, the how was that called? The, the G5 mining uh, power. Yeah, mining. the something stupid mining. Something power. Know, right. Pinnacle of power. Mm-hmm. That sounds right. Pinnacle of power. Uh, I, yeah, I tell all my guys, if you have the ability to get that stuff, stockpile, stockpile, stockpile. Because when mm-hmm. it, when it when the wheel comes around and you need it, trust me, you're going to need a shitload of it. Right. It's just like when they came out with the uh, those faction packs, right? In G4, where all of a sudden you were getting ship parts and faction credits in the same pack. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like, dude, you just got a fifty percent off pack. Pay attention to stuff like that. You know, that's that's critical to make to realize they had that. And like I when seen they that in a while, they, I haven't well, seen that in a while. Well, you're not going to see it for a while because now we have G five ships. You know, they started doing that that's to try right. to promote people with their G fours. So it'll be a long time until you see something like that again. But like intermittently, you know, we've seen those two hundred dollar packs. Like, dude, if you look pound for pound. Those those things are really a good buy. Now, I mean, they're obviously expensive. Don't get me wrong. But if you ha- if that's part of your game style, those are things that you really want to pay f- attention to because you can do that and it's a huge benefit to you. That's a good point. I mean, everybody thinks a whale is a whale is a whale. But I know on my server, you can really tell the difference between the whales that spend smart and the whales that don't. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's night and day. Yeah, it's quite, a, it's quite impressive how you can, you know, with the same amount of money, the same amount of expenditure, do significantly better. You know, like I saw somebody on one of the other servers that had bought a bunch of packs because they were like, oh, there isn't any G5, you know, stuff in this pack. Because if you look at the pack, they screwed up the order and it was at the bottom. So they just thought it wasn't in there. So they <laughs> bought they bought like a, twice as many packs as they needed to. Like, whoops. Jesus. Yeah. All right. Pay so attention. moral of the server or moral of the story today is... Uh, Inko's got to come on more often, talk about the uh, upper level system stuff. Uh, Server 45 has uh, been beaten into submission by Occam's Razor and his uh, alphabet community. Uh, Now, that doesn't sound right. The alphabet community is something else. Uh, (laughs) A a, a group that's the alphabet agency. Sure, yeah, let's go agency. So when you say community, it, it kind of refers to a different community. Where uh, I, we don't have a community. I have a whole pack of bloodthirsty savages uh, behind me going, is, is today the day? You're going to let me off the leash today? And, uh, no, and, that server, is. and server 34 has a bunch of Karens and male Karens. Mm-hmm. All right. I, I promised I let uh, Robert April get the last word since he's uh, he's fighting with with the top tier alliances and he's like a mid tier alliance. 
<laughs> What's up, Robert April? Hey, how's it going? Pretty good, man. How are you doing? No, I'm not too bad. What's the good <laughs> <word? laughs> Yeah, it's it's a, it's a fun fight. It's interesting. Uh, how, many, uh, how many actual alliances are you fighting now? I can't keep track. <laughs> well, I've read four, but three that were fighting fairly hard, yeah. Because you're, it's it's dark, it's most, and baby most. Is there anybody else? Yeah. Um, not that I'm aware of. No. No one else okay. has uh, I've seen screenshots for it to be added. Correct me if I'm wrong, real quick. Um, if they had reached out to you and told you who the problem was and what exactly was going on, you could have fixed it, and it wouldn't have gone to war, right? Well, that's correct. Yeah. Yeah. So communication, uh, well, people. Well, fucking communicate well i think did the same thing with us but they reached out to me and uh talked and we we fixed the problem before it became an issue um well i mean voter admitted he he trolled you guys into a war effectively yeah i mean they wanted a war so you know which i guess i don't blame them because sometimes shit gets boring I mean, not that Dark needs any help from any other alliance to fight Wolf, but I—I'll use Handy's term. It's very silly that they're doing it. That they have Dark and Most and Baby Most. Well, Baby Most, I think, was just brought into the mix to take the territory away from us. So, um, got it. Oh yeah, yeah, that would make sense. Uh, Big Most and and Dark. Are, are full, full, full TCs. They each got five. So um, the only way they could take a TC from us was uh, to bring someone in that didn't have one. And uh, you mentioned something to me also that even though they're fighting with you, they're actively trying to recruit your players. Uh, yeah, they're 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 trying to blame it on uh, my my big whales, and uh, they're trying to recruit them at the same time. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I I fucking love darts. Sometimes, man, they fucking crack me up. They're just amazing. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, another one of my top players. They're like, "Here, oh, look at this guy. He's he's doing all the damage. He's he's fighting your entire war, and he's not even a calm." Well, maybe he is. Maybe he isn't. I don't know. Yeah, I just, I, I just I, I'm loving loving the GC chat and uh, the way they're crying about it. It's it's really boosting morale for us, anyway. It's really strange. I, I again, and this is you know, Kirk Kirk left this a while ago, but it's it's so strange because when I was at Dark, it the mentality which I was drawn to was we don't need any allies. We're on our own, and we beat to beat to our own drum. And right. you know, you don't you don't violate whatever row everybody's established. We don't bug you, right? You obviously want to pick a fight with us. We'll we'll retaliate in kind. But now that I've been gone, it's it's just like the mentality has really changed. And I think it's it's due to mainly a couple of people in, in in leadership. But it's just I just find it so odd at first that. You know, in one of our podcasts, right? They said, Handy, you said dark merge with the server. 
effectively true. And then they have, I mean, Dark and Most are two top five alliances, and they have to fight Wolf together. And they're and Wolf's what fifteen? What do you guys? Fifteen, sixteen? Um, uh, of of had a few players leave, but uh, I think we're at nineteen right now. Okay, yeah, I mean that's just ridiculous. Oh, they, they, do, do your silly con- comments. It's pretty they, silly. Each one of those alliances has like almost triple the power of us. So, um, I mean, it's uh, it, it's totally unnecessary to beat up on Wolf. I can't see that it's any fun for them, really, truly. Well, they don't have a lot of targets, which is probably a little bit aggravating. And we're pretty good at shielding and picking our exploits and targeting them and getting the hate mail. So. I mean, I just can't imagine it'd be that fun, but maybe it is. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I can't see it being a ton of fun, but um, I think we've had two or three I mean, people it, rated, and that was it. It. So. it is a challenge for them to try and find you guys and hit you, so I guess that's a challenge. But well, They've taken everything away from us now. We, we have nothing left to lose. And we're right, just trying which, to get which what we had back. There's no incentive for you guys to not war. Pretty much. You've lost the players you're going to lose. You've lost your territory. Yep. Yeah. I think it was uh, five or six players we lost, which isn't... It's to be expected in any war. I disagree, but I mean, anytime we have a war, we never lose anybody. But you're the number one of the big players. Yeah. You don't know what it's like, Handy, to be a mid tier alliance anymore, okay? (laughs) (laughs) That ship has sailed long ago. I guess I'm out of touch. All right, guys. Let's. It's time to wrap it up. I want to thank everybody for being here. Forty-five Occam's Razor. Thank you very much. Shadow Gray, Captain Robert April Cook. Happy birthday, Inko. Always happy a pleasure birthday. to have you on. And uh, for for Strange Kirk, this is Techman Sixteen saying thank you, everybody. Please like, subscribe, comment. It helps with the algorithm and do all those things that social media asks you to do. Thank you very much. Talk to you guys next time.